adaptogens have exploded on the market. What are they? Are they safe? Do they work? Today, we will talk a little bit about the history and philosophy of adaptogens, and why they may be here for the long term. Adaptogens are an idea whose time has come, and their story has been developing for the past few million years. Life on Earth has always first required the ability for organisms to adapt to our environment and our habitat in order to survive and reproduce. It's pretty well accepted that various forms of stress negatively impact health, and that reducing stress makes a person healthier. In the broadest sense, stress can manifest in many ways, on a physical, emotional, mental level, down to the systemic, cellular and molecular levels. Fatigue, anxiety, depression are symptoms often related to poor regulation of neurotransmitters, metabolism and related pathways all are either symptoms, causes or mitigating factors of stress and compromised health. In a world where every idea in nutrition and health seems to draw controversy, there's not much disagreement that many common foods can reduce stress. There are not many Twitter or Facebook arguments contending that chocolate and wine don't actually relieve stress. Yet the term adaptogenic remains far from a widely accepted term in the medical or scientific lexicon. Going back, the term has been hidden in the scientific literature after its coining by 1960s-era Russian researchers studying herbs like rhodiola rosea and eleuthero. Adaptogens were originally defined as substances that increase resistance to a broad spectrum of harmful factors, stressors, of different physical, chemical, and biological natures. More recently, the definition has adapted to include metabolic regulators, which increase the ability of an organism to adapt to environmental factors. So why have adaptogens not become mainstream, as part of preventive and integrative medicine? One challenge to the mainstream acceptance of adaptogens in the West, is their roots in Eastern philosophy. The cyclical nature of life, and the central ideas of homeostasis often conflict with a predominant Western version of rational, reductionist thought that seeks to apply linear thinking to non-linear problems, jamming various shapes of pegs into a specific size of square hole like a stubborn two-year-old. Adaptogenic activity is not confined to a single pathway, but involves subtle interactions with multiple biochemical pathways. Adaptogenic foods and herbs are not single compound drugs, but are complex mixtures of hundreds, or thousands, of potentially bioactive compounds, that together work in ways impossible to fully understand. Adaptogens work differently in different people, at different times. As a result, the effects of adaptogens are often difficult to study, and prove using typical clinical trial designs considered gold standard in Western-based drug research. The Western scientific process is limited by a number of factors, including its objective to produce a simple pass-slash-fail answer, based on statistical probability, and the limitations of currently available measurement tools. The use and acceptance of adaptogens in the West is fraught with this conflict. It seems that the only way to make sense, is for us to adapt and adopt the best of both East and West. Across the spectrum of traditional use, and modern scientific research, adaptogenic herbs such as rhodiola, eleuthero, ginseng, both Asian and American species, ashwagandha, astragalus, holy basil and bacopa have shown positive, repeatable effects, even in multiple forms, with effects repeated by multiple research groups. Looking broader, anti-inflammatory and antioxidant ingredients like DHA, Turmeric and plant polyphenols have displayed an ability to support the body's resistance to oxidative and cellular stress, which often manifest as improving the body's resilience to stress. Preclinical studies have repeatedly found that treatments with adaptogenic properties, 
which in addition to herbs and foods, also includes many drugs like antidepressants and anti-inflammatories, alter the tipping point where adaptive processes turn maladaptive in the presence of stress. In the presence of stressors, adaptogens often exhibit neuroprotective, anti-fatigue, antidepressant, immunosupportive, anxiolytic, and CNS stimulant activity. Many studies have found adaptogenic foods and herbs to exert a balancing effect on neurotransmitter receptors, including serotonin and dopamine, which may be central to their effects. Adaptogens are shown to support the regulation of homeostasis by acting on the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal, HPA, axis and regulating key mediators of stress response, such as heat shock protein, stress-activated J and K1, neuropeptide Y, antioxidant enzymes, and nitric oxide. Many adaptogens are associated with genetic mediating effects and longevity signaling pathways, too. Beyond mechanism of action, adaptogens are known to impact clinical endpoints related to cognitive function, the immune system and physical performance. It stands to reason that natural products supported by a long history of safe and traditional use, which are validated in well-designed randomized, controlled human clinical trials, should be accepted within the set of options available for people to build resistance to stress. Even the most westernized of medical practices have begun to offer stress-relieving services like meditation and aromatherapy. For anyone who has witnessed the efficacy of herbals to relax and recover, it is common sense. In the face of the actual evidence, the evidence-based mongers, who disregard anything that's not proven in the same way as a modern drug, appear as brazenly ignorant. Luckily, research efforts have greatly accelerated in places like Europe, India and China, where thousands of peer-reviewed study publications overwhelmingly support the ability of numerous natural products and foods to support the body's ability to adapt and resist the effects of stress. While mainstream medicine is still reluctant about adaptogens, many peer-reviewed academic journals listed on the National Institutes of Health Database, Medline, accept the term adaptogenic as a primary descriptor for these types of natural products, 372 published studies, based on a recent search. Rhodiola or golden root considered by many to be the true original adaptogen, has been the subject of several recent studies. Two 2018 studies illustrated the effects of rhodiola on burnout, free, and neuronal plasticity, four, in humans. These studies illustrate some opportunities for clinical researchers to advance their design for studying adaptogens based on evolving knowledge. One of the lessons is to include enough of the right kind of subjects, including populations who are not simply selected at random, but whose medical history, lifestyles and baseline characteristics are better understood and controlled within the study. Another lesson we see applied in recent research is the adoption of more sensitive and relevant clinical endpoints in real-world settings. The evolution of virtual clinical trials or VCT using observational study designs and modern technology, like wearables, may provide better ways to study and substantiate the effects of adaptogens. It's likely that future research on adaptogens will learn from past lessons. Because as science has revealed, we need to adapt to new knowledge, including the fact that there exist many other shapes of pegs than square. Thanks for joining today's Just Ask Nature Pro podcast. And please feel free to share with someone who needs to de-stress. We look forward to seeing you back here again. Check back for more great info soon. Or visit our website. www.n as in natural, p as in product scientific, dot com. So long.